1: Welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler. I am chatting today with Dr. Lori Monaco. Lori is the founder of Align Yourself, Inc. and can be found online at drlorimonaco.com. And that's Lori, L-O-R-I. Lori, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Sandy, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, it's gonna be a great conversation. So tell us a little bit about kind of, you know, who you are in
2: your business, how, how you're helping people, who you're helping. Okay. So, um, so I got to start with saying that my nickname, cause uh, due to a show that I co-host, but also because of my transformation. So I go also by my branding nickname of Badass Buddha. And, and that's, and that, that starts the conversation because at 40, almost 46 years old, that's when I had a major shift in my life. And I was at rock bottom, like like very depressed, six months depression uh, episode, three weeks suicidal. And it was because my whole world, my whole personal life just completely imploded. Um, I had suffered depression since I was about 15 years old. Um, I had another major depressive episode when I was in my 20s, but nothing like the one in my 40s. And it was my transformation from that moment, that beautiful shift, mind you, it was a very dark place, but it was a very necessary place to finally wake me to who I needed to be. And in that process of transformation, I decided to change my business model, which I'm a chiropractic physician by trade, but, and I've been a teacher, I've been a, a post-secondary teacher for almost two decades, teaching things like anatomy, physiology, Um, neuroanatomy and physiology. So I taught about the brain I taught about pathology and I love teaching. but, But all of a sudden, after that moment, I said, I don't ever want anybody to feel like that again, or ever get to that level again, or to ever get to that level. And I didn't want to get there again. So I decided to do personal development, add that into my practice. And that's what I've done ever since. So that's been now I'm 51. And so that's been a good few years now. And I, my goal is to really get people to, to get out of their own way, fall in love with their authentic self, be the person they were always meant to be and live and enjoy their lives. You know, uh, I didn't, that was the problem. I did everything that everybody else, I thought everybody wanted me to do. Um, and I was very insecure and I didn't even know who I was. And there were fleeting moments through my, you know, throughout the two decades or three decades, but it was that wake up call that I needed. And I just, so that's what I do now. And I love it. So I teach workshops. I do one-on-one coaching, I do group coaching, but all to get people to understand how to, how to create that love affair with themselves. And it's through, you know, retraining their brain, breaking bad habits, but also mindfulness practice. So I'm also a mindfulness instructor. So I teach that as well.
1: So, How did you incorporate personal development into a chiropractic
2: practice? Well, so it's interesting because personal development is, you know, it's not just mental and emotional growth, I guess. It's what you could, you start off that way, but then everything else starts to fall into place. Like then you start asking, well how is my health overall? What's my weight like? What do I, how's my physical fitness? Am I happy with my social life, my business life? So all these other pieces started falling into play. And so for me, it was a natural transition because I had had, I figured I was an expert in this way. Um, I had done personal development since the eighties and oh my God, that was when it was called self help. So I walked over hot coals with Tony Robbins. I did all that stuff back in the day. And I had all this knowledge. I'm such a science geek. I love science. I love the brain. I I learn anything that I can about behavior, about brain anatomy, about the physiology of the brain. And in the end, I couldn't get out of my own way. Like I, I couldn't get past certain things. And so, and I would see this with patients too. They would get, they would be physically in good shape because they were getting their spines checked. They were taking care of themselves, but they were a mental, emotional mess. And, and then I would see this with students. And then, so for years I would talk to students and prep, you know, motivate them and inspire them. And the whole time I I didn't realize that I was coaching anybody. So it was me, my experiences, I always say my really bad choices in life prepped me for the, for the job that I have now. So I proudly wear that badge that I made really bad choices because I learned something from that. So that's the proud piece of it. And I use those experiences to help other people. So to me, it was a no brainer. It was a a shift that just was so natural that like, I couldn't even explain it to you, like how natural the shift it was for me.
1: Well, what's interesting to me here is looking at influence. So as a chiropractor, you have a certain amount of influence in your patient's lives and even out into their family a little bit. However, when you made this shift in your practice, it seems to me that you would have really leveraged that influence, not only with each individual patient, but what you're doing with them would now ripple out much further than the
2: chiropractic alone. Oh, yeah, no, totally. So I mean, listen, I love, I love my profession, but I wasn't in love with practice. Like I I, I've always resonated much greater with. Being a teacher, uh, working with people to go beyond not just the physical pieces. So, uh, you know, chiropractors will sometimes say, "Oh, you know, you just get adjusted, you get your spine checked, and everything's great and everything's wonderful because your your nervous system is flowing." But I I realized that you know it doesn't solve every problem. You know, like there's people that never go to a chiropractor and live to be a hundred, and there's people that have gone to a chiropractor and don't live that long. So to me, there were more pieces to it, and if you don't address all the pieces then you will not be able to live a a healthy, wealthy, and I mean wealthy, not just financially, but just wealth of living, um, a healthy, wealthy life, like a life of abundance. And that's where my name of my business, I changed that as well. And I called it Align Yourself Inc. to tell you that you need to align with your authentic self. How do you do that? By aligning with what I call the seven, core pillars of transformation or the seven core pillars of alignment, actually. And what it is, is it's, there's seven pillars. So it's mental, emotional, physical, physiological, social, spiritual, and financial. And when you, when you address each one of those, your life will be, you'll feel abundant. You'll feel at peace. You'll feel enlightened even. You know, and for me, and and again, I use myself as an example. I'm like, well, I got this piece down, I got this piece down, but this piece isn't here. What do I need to do to fix that, or what do I need to do to take action to create the the person that's really to fill that spot? You know, mm-hmm. and so that's what my programs are based on. They're based on those, and each one has its own little facet. So, like for instance, the physiological combination physical piece, I have a, a wellness program that I do. It's a, it's done in six week intervals. Mm-hmm. And, and it teaches you how to eat cleanly and, you know, uh, you can lose weight along the line. People get, they get better, they get healthier, they get off medications. Not that I'm telling them to, they just do. And they're done in six week intervals and it's, and then it's with coaching. So it's like, if you need to change your diet, that's not an easy fix. Anybody's ever tried to do it themselves. We are not very good at self-regulating. We're not good at self-accountability. And so that's what the group is for. The group gets there and says, hey, you can do this yourself. But it's anything in life, any change that we need to make that we're not used to. We do need the accountability partner.
1: Yes. And I'm thinking about this change you made in your business again. How did you see your business influence change when you
2: shifted things? Oh, God, I love that question. because. The piece that shifted because I fell in love with myself and I aligned with my authentic self. I didn't worry about what people thought, how to market myself, what I needed to do, do it this way, that way, because you're a chiropractor or don't say this, do this. I just was me and I'm very straight with people and I'm very, you know, that's, I'm all about truth in that sense, you know, like to say, this is who I am, you know, good, bad, ugly even, you know, and give permission for to, for people to be that way too. So like if they, if they're not keeping up with their physical body and taking care of themselves, I make them own that, but we, we don't, I don't make them feel bad. It's like, okay, this is what it is. It was a choice. Now let's fix this if you want to be uh, different. So for me, it was just such a, I almost like what, I forgot the question now. What did you ask
1: I asked when you made that shift in your business huh. how did you see your influence shift Oh
2: yeah that's right okay sorry so so my influence became much greater uh, it was the energy that I was throwing off and what was coming out of my mouth was so me and so genuine and my reach got bigger so I became so my coaching has been online long before we ever had to go online because of of last you know for of 2020 and I was teaching workshops online, but I was also teaching workshops in person and I was meeting different people. It wasn't just like I was just talking to lay people and, and you know patients. I was talking to corporate people, healthcare people, educators. And my influence became much bigger because I was basically saying to them, listen, you can implement things like mindfulness practice into your corporation. You could think outside the box when it comes to health, your health and well-being. You can and and these are all with people who are trained in a certain way, and then say, okay, let's just step outside the box for a little bit, and again, all coming from a place of authenticity and from heart, you know, and that's a big thing for me because for years I didn't do that, and again, it was to me it was it was almost false. Well, it wasn't even almost. It was. It wasn't bad. It's just again, I didn't know who I was and I didn't know how I should act. And I should say this, you know, I should it on myself all the time and nobody should ever should on themselves. So, you know, that's where the influence came in. And it's, and I know it because I actually have, we, I have, uh, you know, we have tribe members, my, my own tribe. And then the tribe on my podcast, they're all over the world. They, they're they listening from all over the world. I've had clients from China. I've had clients from England, you know, so, I and I just blown away that you know I love this reach. I love it. But my big thing is my message is very clear. It's about you be you, I'll be me. That to me is the most powerful influence that I can have and that's where I that's what I resonate with completely.
1: So, how you know you've gained this influence? How are you using that in your business or in your life?
2: Well, so when you become you, there's no boundaries in that sense. I mean, you put boundaries up to make sure that, you know, you're, you're creating balance. Let's say, I know people, some people don't like to say work life balance, but in other words, you're honoring yourself to do just amount, the right amount of work. And it's not going to interfere with your life and your play and all that stuff. But if you are authentic, if you are you, then you it's like, it's the influences. I I can't believe this. I keep forgetting the question. Isn't that terrible? I never do this. This is so funny. What was that? last question again? My goodness gracious.
1: So I'm wondering how you're using the influence that you have. Oh yes. Gosh, I'm sorry, Sandy.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Using the influence. So I'm using it. uh, It is mainly my business. I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. It's, it's, it's a huge element of my business, but I also, I, I'm opening myself up to being, you know, I'm like a board member of a nonprofit organization for youths. I, I reach out to the community. I can't turn it off. Let's put it that way. Like the coach that's within me is within me. So whether I'm talking to friends, family members, people that I just meet, I always joke. I say, I'm the person you don't want to sit next to on the plane because I just, you know, you'll know my whole life my whole life story, but it's always teach. It's like, I'm always looking for the teachable moment. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking to inspire people. So yeah. Influence people, not to my own ideas of things, but to, to for them to step up and play in their life, you know, to, to, to be a, to be a a player in their life. So that's, that's what I, that's how my influence is a, is affecting it it's it's affecting my business it's made me a better mom it's made me a better friend it's made me a better uh sister it's made me a better uh daughter so it it plays in all elements of my life which is really what it i mean technically that's the way it's supposed to be
1: yeah so as you look into the future
2: what goals do you have for your influence moving forward uh, yeah. I didn't forget that question. Now, so my goals. Uh, so I have. I want to see my business really boom. I think I've got a really great uh, product. It's really focusing on the full spectrum, and I have this the the education to back it up. So I want to. I want to exact change on people. I want them to change into who they're meant to be, so that we can make bigger changes in the world. I, I, I'm not a big fan of how our World is like I just don't like what's going on out there. Not that not that other people are fans, but there's a lot of people that are happy, But the environment, everything. I have three daughters. They're 27, 17, and seven. It's big like these age difference, not on purpose. I will tell you. And you know, I look at my seven year old, and you know, what future am I going to leave for her? So I am my my goal is to boost my business so that I can be financially free and independent to help more people, my nieces, my nephews, my kids, but other people, but also be influential and, and build up the business so that people will hear the message and they don't have to follow my exact formula. They just step in and say, okay, I'm going to own myself and here's how I'm going to contribute positively to society. So I want my seven-year-old to get up there when she's an adult and say, my mom contributed to helping make this world a better place, and I'm going to keep going with it.
1: That's really beautiful, Lori. I have a lot of appreciation for that idea. So where can we find you online?
2: Sure. So you could go to my website, uh, drlorimonaco.com. I'm also on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn at same thing at Dr. Lori Monaco and Instagram. I'm on uh, Align Yourself Inc. and I'm on TikTok, The Badass Buddha. And you can find uh, the show that I co-host, which is Fabulous, on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, It's Viva Cafe con Leche, Um, and I also have my own YouTube channel, Dr. Lori Monaco.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing your thoughts around influence
2: and alignment. And Sandy, thank you so much for having me and everyone out there. Thank you so much for listening. I have no problem talking. So if you ever want to listen to me longer, just reach out to me.
0: Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh. And thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.